During this episode, we are thrilled to welcome Dr. Ruchi Thanawala, thoracic surgeon and co-founder of Firefly Lab. While together, Dr. Thanawala shares her journey of becoming an entrepreneur after pursuing a career in surgery and how Firefly Lab's innovative medical acceleration learning platform is helping doctors, residents, and surgeons master their surgical procedures through timely, actionable, individualized feedback and learning curves. We also address the advances of AI to power educational platforms and the way surgeons are trained, the game-changing impact of edtech platforms for future surgeons, as well as advice for aspiring entrepreneurs looking to make a difference in the healthcare industry. Join us as Dr. Thana Wallace shares how she and the Firefly Lab team are accelerating medical and surgical mastery. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Hi, Dr. Thanawala. A warm welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here with you. Well, given your passion and expertise for optimizing medical education, I'm thrilled to spend some time with you today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lastly, Please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Ruchi, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the Firefly Lab team are building an innovative medical acceleration learning platform designed to help doctors, residents, and surgeons master their surgical procedures and accelerate their learning through timely, actionable, individualized feedback and learning curves through the combination of surgical educator knowledge and artificial intelligence. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? So that one piece of advice is to embrace and even enjoy failing. Because if you're failing, it means you're trying hard. You know, it's about time. We're about 200 and something episodes in and you are actually the very first guest that has said that. And I absolutely love it. I always tell people, and I sometimes, I still to this day, people look at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, embrace the failure, celebrate in it, enjoy it, enjoy being a friend of failure. And like, what are you talking about, Mike? I'm like, those are some of the best learning lessons. Have you always thought like that, Ruchi? Because a lot of people, when I say it myself, it's like a deer in headlights. Where did you become a fan of that? Where did you learn that as well? I think I learned that the more I started doing startups, the more I started challenging ideas, the more I realized that if you're in the group that's always winning, you're not growing. And I would say it's been a couple of years since I started to get comfortable with it. It took me a while where you just, you know, you want to be on the winning team all the time and you enjoy being on the winning team, but you realize that you're amongst people who are all saying the exact same things. And I was like, I am not growing. I am not doing anything new. And once I started to be with the people that were not succeeding all the time, I realized that this is the group that I want to be with. This is the group who is pushing where we are right now. And that's when I learned to embrace failing. Like, I want to fail. Oh my gosh, I love it. If our audience can see me, I have a huge smile on my face because I absolutely love it. You know, I'm very fortunate. I get to mentor and advise a lot of startup founders as well. And this is one of the biggest 
tenants that I always talk about is making sure that you're weaving failure into your business models and into your practices of building your companies. It's so important. The lessons learned within that space and environment is to me, that's where the best successes kind of arise from. You know, it's a great point as well in regards to building a startup. Ruchi, did you see on your roadmap of being a startup founder? You mentioned, hey, I want to be in that group because they are failing and learning and iterating. Did you have being a founder on your roadmap? So, you know, I would say from the outset, no, I'm a surgeon. So at, obviously at some point, it was really an undergrad where I was like, you know what, I want to be a doctor. And then I was like, I want to be a surgeon. And you know what, let me tell you about the parallels between being a surgeon and being a startup founder and being an entrepreneur. There's so many. So, you know, within surgery and within a lot of our, you know, spaces in medicine, your job is to do something new. Your job is to be the last stopgap before there's nothing else to do. So we're at the leading edge. And I was like, well, I don't know, just want to be at the leading edge of being a surgeon. I want to be at the leading edge of creating something new. So it became this natural sort of transition. As I was doing research, I wanted my research to live outside of me, just like I do surgery. So I changed my patients' lives and they continue on outside of the work that we've done together. So it just naturally came to be that taking an idea out of the lab and making it live in the world and becoming a startup founder was just, it was a progression of who I was becoming. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. Incredible. Well, Ruchi, you have absolutely set the stage for a heck of a conversation we're going to have on the other side of this commercial break. I cannot wait to dive into how it came to be, why this is so important to you, and all the wonderful success happening within the Firefly camp. We're going to talk about all of that and much more after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. Located in Denver, Colorado's nationally ranked River North District, Catalyst is a healthcare innovation campus that brings together stakeholders from across the industry to accelerate innovation and drive real, lasting change our nation desperately needs. From established organizations to startups, from accelerators to advocacy organizations, and from medical schools to global companies, everyone at Catalyst works side-by-side to create, develop, refine, and bring to market cutting-edge innovations that will fundamentally transform healthcare as we know it. With industry leaders like Medical Group Management Association, Olive, Medical Solutions, UC Health, Cirrus MD, and many others calling Catalyst home, along with innovative pioneers visiting from across the nation, Catalyst continually fosters their foundational belief that collaboration and partnerships will move the healthcare industry forward. To virtually tour Catalyst and claim your space on campus or host an upcoming event, visit CatalystHealthTech.com or visit the top of the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Dr. Ruchi Thanawala, co-founder of Firefly Lab. Ruchi, you made my day on the front end of this podcast, embracing failure, making it part of your startup success story. It is an incredible pillar to build a startup upon. That is where the true success and innovation can happen at times. And so let's talk about success. Let's talk about the innovations that are happening at Firefly Lab and how it all came to be. We want to take it back. Why? Why did you build this? Why did you launch this company in the first place? Where did you see that white space and those opportunities? to help within the healthcare industry. And of course, talk about what's happening today, Ruchi. What are the successes you're having? Hey, we can even talk about the messy in the middle. We talk about failure. We talk about how difficult it is. We'll discuss that a bit as well. But of course, then we'll have to go a little future state and where you're seeing things heading for us in this space and for this industry. Of course, before we get out of here, we got to ask how we can be helping you as well. But first, of course, we need to take it back, Ruchi. How'd this all come to be? Where were those aha moments? Take us behind the scenes. How did Firefly Lab get going in the first place? So how this all came to be is maybe as all great stories in the process of my own training. I was living the life 
in experiencing the problem that I needed to solve. So I was a second year resident and you know, in our surgical training process, in our medical training process, there's a lot of information. We are training in real time on how to take care of patients, how to get better. But there isn't a lot of data that's captured on how we're training and that makes it hard. There are all these integrated data systems like electronic health records, case logs, all these things we have to do, and we're manually entering data into it. And I just realized that I am the one person suffering with the problem, but there are a million me's out there. And I decided with the skill set that I had, I, you know, gotten a degree in informatics. I was actively a resident that this was a huge space that needed to be filled. How do we understand how we're training our future doctors and surgeons of the world? So I started with that, with identifying the problem. And probably the key thing, the best access that I had is, you know, we always want access to our customers are. I was our customer. I lived that. And I was going to live that for another decade of my training career. So I had this deep inside knowledge. And then fortunately had an amazing team working with me and myself, and we actually built it from scratch. We started with building in the platform, the actual back end, the front end, testing it, growing it. And what has been really nice is the fact that I have remained the customer all along. Like this is built for surgeons and physicians. This is built for hospitals. And I've gotten to see exactly how it has actually improved the training for the individual trainee, for the training programs, for the hospitals, and even at a national level, how we're helping with policy. And we're going to talk about that in, you know, kind of current state, and of course, who is and what is Firefly in just a moment. But Ruchi, you know, people always say, well, why wasn't it done before? Why did you have to go and build it? Was it a status quo kind of thing? Was it, you know, sometimes it's that we don't know what we don't know, right? What was the issue at hand at the time? You're like, this needs to be built. I am the customer. I know a lot of the customers that could be using this. At that moment of time of when the company was born, what was the state of affairs? Why wasn't this already built? Why wasn't this already in the marketplace? So that's an excellent question. And one that I pride ourselves on having solved is the fact that physicians and surgeons make money, right? You know, we can bill. Trainees, we're in a training process. So there hasn't been, because there isn't a lot of money to make off of trainees, there wasn't a lot of tension toward, you know, for it. But how does that matter? That matters because within three to five years, that trainee becomes part of the larger healthcare community. We saw a gap in that. So there were many vendors and many software companies that were putting attention to the physicians, but no one was directing attention to the trainees. Now this entire cohort that was just like starved for resources and data to be put towards them. Additionally, the other gap was that no one was building an EHR system or a sort of platform that was just about education. Because unfortunately, education is not a big moneymaker in you know our current environment, except that it matters. How well we are trained leads to how well we contribute to our greater community. And we decided to fill that in because we had the resources and we could you know fund it. That we're like, you know what, we're going to fill in the gap. Nobody sees a method for it right now, but we live it and we can do it. So that's what we did. Well, let's talk about the living and the doing. Let's talk about where Firefly lab is today and what is it? So of course, I always love to ask founding entrepreneurs that elevator pitch. What is Firefly Lab from the co-founder? What is it? Firefly Lab is a platform that is learning about how we learn. And it's as simple as that. It's about learning how we learn. Because if we don't know how we learn, how can we ever make our learning any better? And we are creating the ground truth on how we learn in medicine and surgery. Simple and effective. I love it. So what does that mean in practicality? You know, we talk about artificial intelligence, big buzzwords, of course, today, right? That's huge. Talk about data. We always hear a lot about, you know, we are rich in data, but we're drowning in it and we don't know what to do with all of that information. Explain that a little bit too with where we are in the current state of affairs and how Firefly is differentiating themselves. So what we do is 
there's a lot of disparate silo data that exists, like within the electronic health record, within evaluation systems for trainees, how they're performing. We integrate all of that in. We actually bring it into a pipeline conduit for the data. Then we do high-level analytics on it. And you know, you're right. When people talk about artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence is its own field. We apply machine learning algorithms to understand where learners are currently and understand where they're actually going to be. Because where they're going to actually be is what's relevant. If we can identify if a learner is accelerating, like she is really getting this operation, guess what? Her time and energy is best spent on doing another operation, is practicing in another space. Currently, that information is not gathered, but we are solving that problem by having that information and creating all these predictive models of where people are. Then you can understand how to optimize every single learning opportunity to make sure at the end of their five years of training, they are as optimally trained as possible because that person is then going to go out and take care of our patients. That is absolutely powerful. So thank you for kind of setting the stage there. And so in regards to the learners themselves, how does Firefly tailor its feedback to those individual learners? What does that look like on a one-to-one basis? So on a one-to-one basis, each learner has his or her own profile that has hundreds of operations with really specific learning curves for each one. In addition, because we know that you can get data overload is we create high-level patterns of you are learning this really well. This is how you compare to your local peers, how you compare to your national peers. And this is where you need to do more work. And let me tell you, as you're doing the more work, here are also these five other things that can help you learn better. These are the faculty you learn really well with. These are the faculty that it seems that you're still on the individual learning curve. So it's really specific to each trainee. So she can do something with that data on a daily basis because the goal is to make it usable and learnable at every single moment you want to access it. That's absolutely powerful. And so, you know, that's on the learner side, but now let's talk about the big institutions that these learners are learning in and from. How do these hospitals and medical schools, how do they benefit from incorporating these ed tech platforms like a Firefly into their own program? So just as we're working on the micro scale, you're asking about the macro scale. The macro scale is when you have a lot of data and you have a platform that has helped learners across the country, we're able to identify the national level patterns in learning that have so far been unknown because we've had no centralized way to understand how people are learning. But now that we do, we can look at the learning pattern for an operation such as gallbladder removal. You can look at it as a national trend. You can look at it as a regional trend. So, you know, if we want to think about an individual program, say if there's a discrepancy between the learning trend for one institution compared to another institution, you can now do a deep dive in. And we've had programs who do this to identify, is there something about the learning environment? Is there something about the educators? Is there something about the learners? You're now able to turn this into a business case and assess exactly how do I allocate the resources to make my learners more optimal? And then you can do this not only nationally, but we extend this out internationally as we have other you know, countries and institutions that are looking for optimal ways to train in limited resources. So if we create our models in the United States, we can find ways to extrapolate this out internationally as well. Oh my gosh, that is so exciting. An unbelievable future that we're living in right now. You're building it and seeing it happen at this very time. It's incredibly powerful, Ruchi. Let's talk about some of those feedback. You know, We can build and build and build and think that our technology is incredible. What are you hearing in the marketplace? What are you hearing from the end users people like yourselves, what's that feedback that you're gaining? So the feedback we're gaining is that I never knew we could know as much as we know, which is exactly what we want to hear. So, and it's a natural progression. Like what we're doing is obvious. It's common sense school, which I think is the beauty in it. And people are saying, I didn't know that we could know this. Essentially, if you just put the data together, I didn't know that we could understand how people 
are learning in these various ways. I didn't know we could predict who is going to be a learner at which stage and how well they're going to be doing. And we hear that from the individual learners, but we hear that from the programs. And then we hear that as we present, you know, because I do research off of this. And it brings me a lot of joy for the fact that just as I was the learner, we are solving the pain point for the individual people. Because that's actually, that's actually why we built it. We built it for those residents that the economy and the community and, you know, the big companies that said are not worth spending the money on. They are finding value. And then on top of that, we've built it all the way up to provide value for everyone else. So what does that, let's talk about a little bit of the business side of it. What does that look like in regards to what are the business terms? I mean, who's signing up for this? What's the financial model around this? How, how does this turn into a, you know, a business that is sustainable? Yeah. So we have an education arm and then we have more of a commercial arm. So in the education arm, the goal is to really help the learners. And what we're doing is that, so programs sign up, individual training programs, whole hospitals sign up. There's some larger organizations that are, you know, surgical societies and stuff. They're various levels. We have individual learners that will just say, you know, if their program hasn't really heard about us, the individual learner will reach out to us. And, you know, we can subscribe to them also, or they can subscribe to us. So there's a lot of flexibility because we really believe in the mission. So the business model is that we have to find a way to serve the educational mission. And we reach out to people and have people reach out to us at all different levels. You know, we can start from the individual. We can go all the way up to the big societies. Oh, that's so exciting. And then, so let's, you know, let's talk a little future state as well. We'll pull the crystal ball off the shelf. This is a rapidly, rapidly changing environment. Something that I think has been ripe for innovation and disruption all in very good ways. Uh, now is that time. The notion of what education and learning is, is being revolutionized. And I think it's exciting and important. So with that, Ruchi, things are changing fast. What are you and the team seeing over the next kind of three to five years in this space that we should be thinking about as healthcare industry leaders? And then of course, where is Firefly going to be in that future state as well? So the way I see this going is about three to five years is that we're going to have a lot more data-driven way of understanding how our physicians and surgeons are actually practicing medicine in the United States and, you know, worldwide. 234 million operations are done by the, well, you know, as counted by the World Health Organization yearly. This is the data we've already, we've always needed. And I think we're actually going to have that in not too far off, two to three years. And then we're going to be making decisions based on how our patients are doing and how our patients need to be doing based on the data. But importantly, we're going to help our patients, but we're going to help the people that need to get better. So practicing medicine surgery, it's a lifelong career. You are never done because things continue to change. How do we make those better? And that's what we're going to see. We're going to see this really tight feedback loop for the individual people who are practicing in medicine and surgery, and it's going to be based on data. Importantly, we're going to have this entire cloud of information around how people learn. And I don't see this. I dream big. I love failing, but I dream big. Is that what we're going to learn in the learning science of complex level skill acquisition, like in surgery, is a similar formula or pattern that applies to other complex skill learning. Think about in the military. The military already does this. Pilots. There's so many complex skills. And I think we are learning something that is probably very common and basic to how people learn in general. So future state, I see medicine and surgery, what we're doing with Firefly, being a model that we're going to be able to extrapolate out further. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that was already kind of a question in the back of my head and thinking and hearing you talk about Firefly. I'm like, this can apply to other complex environments, like you mentioned, like a fighter pilot or others, and that there's needs for that as well. So it's an exciting future. And, you know, again, these things are coming at us. They're here. They're going to continue to revolutionize how we learn. I love how you mentioned these tight feedback loops. And, 
you know, for Dr. Thanawala, when she's in her 60s and she's still practicing, she is still ripe for learning because you know as well as I do, the tools that are in your hands as a surgeon are continuing to innovate and are continuing to, you know, revolutionize. I mean, look at the Da Vinci and surgical robot you know, technology. That's just been a complete transformation and that hasn't even been that long, right? So we're going to continue to see those innovations. So how does that then apply to the end surgeon and her and him being able to keep up with those types of technologies? It's an endless supply of education and learning and making those feedback loops even tighter and tighter. Absolutely love the future. This is stuff I get really excited about as well, Ruchi. This is phenomenal. We'll throw that crystal ball back on the shelf for now because it's an exciting future indeed. Let's talk about current state and where this incredibly passionate community that's rallied around the podcast, some of our nation's best in the industry tuning in. How can they be helping you? What's that one problem, need, or question that our community can be helping you with? So what your community can help us with is almost spreading the word in a way, is opening the eyes. You know, the people that we're working with and the people that have heard about our work is in understanding how much we don't know. So, you know, we create a solution and we have our customers, but sometimes in a way, you're really far ahead and people don't know because we lived in a state of not knowing for so long is letting people know that we can know. And the power is obvious once they know we can know. And I think it's that. It's letting everyone know that we do have a way to know how we're learning and we know how to make it better. And it's not far off. Like it exists right now within what we've built. No, I agree. You know, that's a theme that I hear on this podcast. A lot of the technologies, a lot of the innovations, they are there. But to be somewhat diplomatic, it's the industry writ large is, you know, slow to change. And it seems at times that, you know, status quo reigns, unfortunately, but you're spot on. There are amazing innovations. There are amazing tools and technologies out there. We just have to know about it and be mindful and open that these things can help us continue to move the industry forward. So in order for this community to to have that conversation and to learn more and about the art of the possible with Firefly, Ruchi, how can they get a hold of you? Social media handles, websites, or otherwise, how do they contact you online? Yeah. So you can find me on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And you know, I have my Firefly email and you can reach out to me that way as well. Excellent. So for our listening community, just scroll on down in the episode notes. Those contact points will be down there for the Firefly team, as well as Ruchi to get all those contact points to reach out to her team. You can also head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. There will be a post for this episode where you can also leave comments and feedback in the comments section, as well as get those contact points for Ruchi and the team. Again, over at passionatepioneers.com. Well, Ruchi, we have one more piece for you before we let you go and let you continue to build the wonderful technologies and innovations happening within the Firefly camp. We have a fill in the blank for you. I'm a passionate pioneer because... Changes who we are. Yes, absolutely. Short and sweet, and I absolutely love it. Ruchi, thank you so much for being with us today. What an exciting current state that Firefly is in, and of course, where things are heading. The time is now. The art of the possible is ever real. I love what you guys are up to. Keep up the great work. But for now, Ruchi, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.